This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerwe, and today in episode 165, we are going to be continuing the series we've been doing on a tech reset for this year. And today we're going to be looking at improving tech skills in your homeschool in 2022. Now, just as we've been doing the last uh, few weeks, I'm going to be looking at this both in terms of you, the homeschool parent, and as your and looking at your children. So first of all, looking at you, the homeschool parent, um, you might ask yourself, well, does it really matter? I'm just a homeschool mom. Do I need to keep up my tech skills? I'm going to give you a few reasons why I think you do. The first reason is simply that if you don't, you're going to fall behind. You need to just keep moving forward or you will go backwards and you will eventually find yourself completely out of touch with the world around you. Even if you're not going at a super fast speed, just keeping on putting one foot in front of the other and learning a little bit, a little bit will just keep you from getting too far behind because eventually otherwise your kids are going to be using tech one day that you won't understand at all. And um, it could lead to you losing touch, um, you know, with what's going on in the world around you and with your family. So uh, keep up. I know it's the reason why I got an iPhone many years ago. To me, it felt overwhelming to have to learn this whole new thing. But all my family had it. And I knew that if I didn't, I'd left behind. The next thing is you do need to teach your kids. Now, you don't always need to know as much as them. But, you know, as part of the teaching, it, you do need to be able to use the tech and uh it's important. It's not that hard either to just just keep up a little bit. Um, the next reason is that you need to really lead by example. So we're going to talk about why your kids need to have tech skills, but you can't expect them to have skills if you don't. You can't expect them to just learn new things in general if you're not prepared to learn new things. So if they see you not keeping up in any specific area, and of course the, the biggest one here is tech, and you're telling them to be learning new things, and you're telling them to be challenged, well, they're going to see the hypocrisy there. And uh, another reason is that you may need your tech skills if you need to re-enter the job market. Now, you may expect never to go back into to a job market, but I'm watching more and more of my empty nester friends, or even just those with high school, for varying different reasons. Some of it, literally, they're bored. Sometimes it helps fund their kids' college. And sometimes there, there are other reasons why they've had to go back in. But having decent tech skills is very important for just about every job. And the final reason is to keep your tech skills up is because then you'll be aware of what tech to integrate in your homeschool. You know, if you're not aware of what there is, you can't be using this to in, in your homeschool. Now, I'm expecting that if you actually listen to this podcast, you actually do believe in tech and you will have got plenty of ideas. And obviously, just listening to this podcast is a way of improving your tech skills. So really, I'm preaching to the choir here because you are all doing this. You are keeping up, you are listening, and you are learning. So maybe you need to forward this to a friend who perhaps needs a bit of encouragement that it's not so hard and they can do it. 
So now let's get down to how do you keep up your tech skills. I'd say the first thing is look for areas of interest, your own areas of interest, and improve the skills in that area. None of us can learn everything. I keep up reasonably well, and you may think that I know a lot, but I really don't. And there are huge areas that I know nothing about. But these aren't, I know I can't do everything. So I stick with things that interest me and are useful in my life. And I'd say the same thing. You don't need to just learn random tech. That's this, that's pointless. So for instance, if you love to draw, if you're into art, start learning about digital art. Um, you know, you might never choose it as a medium, but it's useful for you to actually just know how people do do it. You know, how do they actually draw? How do they they um, use these tablets, etc. If you're into photography, do you know how to edit your photos? Now, if you don't want to buy Photoshop, um, which does, does have a price to it, there are things like Pixlr, which allows you to use it free. Um, cooking. Maybe you're going to be looking at online recipe organizers uh, or, you know, something along that line that relates to what you enjoy. If you're fitness, look for the fitness apps. You might want to get a fitness tracker watch. You may want to get onto something like Strava. Um, there are a lot of different options out there that you can use. So as you can see, it's just like, you know, look at what you might be doing naturally and find the digital versions or digital helps in those areas. And you can normally find like, you know, groups online where people are talking about things. Go, you know, if you're on Facebook, you can find Facebook groups um, and you can sort of ask around and find what people are using and learn like that. Now, where do you learn? Now, obviously, there are places you can pay to do things, um, but you can also just learn skills by being on YouTube and Googling for something that you hear about, you want to learn more about. Facebook groups are obviously a great place, including ours. I'd love there to be more interaction in the Homeschooling with Technology Community Facebook group. Come on there and say, I want to learn this, or do you have some suggestion for this? And we can point you in the right direction. I'm even happy to create videos for you if there's something you would like me to show you that I may have mentioned on a podcast, but you, you'd like a little bit extra help. Um, if there are also a lot of resources in your library, a lot of digital resources. And that's the first thing. If you're not aware of how to use all the online options at your library, there is a good tech skill to start with this year. Um, Linda is one of the um, course providers that most libraries link to, but there are often others as well where you can actually use a lot of courses free. And then there's Udemy as well. Udemy, you can often get, um, they've got specials on most of the time, and you can usually get courses for about $9.99, and they have on just about everything you can imagine. So if you don't want to just, you know, search for yourself, that's a good place to kind of walk you through something. Now let's move on to your children. Obviously, depending on your age of your child, depends on the tech they need to know. Um, a four-year-old does not need to be spending hours and hours on tech and um, knowing how to put on and off an iPad might be all they need at that point and how to sort of touch around on the screen. But as they get older, you're slowly going to need to be sure that they're ready for high school, they're ready for college, and eventually they're ready for the work environment. Our children are very good at being consumers um, when it comes to tech. And even that will be helpful because it does teach them to be familiar with everything online, but also be sure to encourage them to be creators and to use different tools um, in what they are doing. I have plenty of episodes 
that help with all these things. So I can't even list them in the show notes. By the way, the show notes, when I will list um, some of these other ideas I've had, uh, you can find that at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Um, but you could go back and, and look through all my previous podcast episodes and find ones that will relate to you and to your children. Google, the Google apps are definitely a good place to start. First of all, they're all free. So no matter what computer system you're using, you can get onto the Google, um, Google Sheets, Google Slides, Google Docs, Google Forms. And you in general do want your kids to learn how to use spreadsheets, slideshows, documents and forms. Now they may actually end up using them whether in the workplace or at high school or whatever else, they might end up using um, a different format of them, a, a different um, publisher. So you might be using Microsoft Word instead of Docs, um, but they work similarly and it'll be very easy to move from one to the other once your child has the general concept and then know how to use the help, etc. The same with slideshows. There are a lot of different tools to make slideshows. But just starting with Google Slides is a good, free, easy way to start. If your children do need some help and you feel you can't give it to them, um, Funder Funder, our uh, show sponsor, does have a few options. First of all, we just have a Google Drive unit study. This is good for about 5th through 12th grade. It's four modules and it goes through the main four that I've just mentioned. A bigger version of that is our whole computer applications class, which is basically digital literacy and covers so much, not just the Google Docs, but everything else as well. That is a full semester, uh, two semester class, actually. And that's from like seventh grade through 12th grade. Um, so they can do it as a credit if they're a high schooler or just do it to prepare themselves for high school if they're a middle schooler. Um, and then there's also our digital gifts uh, which uses a lot of uh, fun ideas. So I have a digital gifts unit study, which not only um, teaches and practical skills, but I actually have gifts to give out afterwards. And these, um, the digital gifts use various different platforms that they may well need to use when they get at least to college. One of the things they do need to know how to do is work with online graphics. Um, you know, this could just be making something simple in Google Slides or Google Drawings, but you could also be using something like Canva, um, Adobe Spark, or one of the other online graphic creators. Again, I have whole episodes on free resources to use for that. I also have ones for free uses for video and audio. I know my oldest, my youngest daughter at least, has just had to make a video for a Spanish class. And, um, you know, if you may have tools on your computer, but if you don't, there are a lot of free tools. And again, you can, you can find my episode on that and, and listen to it. But your kids need to start playing around with these things when there's no pressure. You don't want them to have to get to college and then suddenly discover they have to make a video and they've never done one in their life before. So I know in the classes that I teach, I make the kids actually do things like this because better it's at high school where it doesn't matter so much um, and they can redo it. And, you know, I don't make it count a huge amount of their grade than when they get to college. And this was her big final project. Um, you also want to think about in terms of tech giving your kids a little bit of programming knowledge. Uh, you could you learn along with them. It would be fun. Again, uh, there are a lot of free resources online. I have, give, again, I've got more episodes on those. But if you want someone to like guide you along, Funder Funder has uh, two different options that would be a good place to start. The first one is our Intro to Game Programming class, which just takes you through different things related to game programming. And then we have classes on Scratch, and um, which is 
drag and drop programming language, very easy for the kids to do, and even for Python. So, you know, there you'd have me teaching and I'll be leading your kids along and there's no reason why you shouldn't sit in and just learn with them. These are all self-paced, so, um, well, they're not all self-paced. The unit studies are self-paced. The full semester ones aren't self-paced, but um, there's no live lectures. Kids just work through during the week and turn their homework in at the end of the week. So take a look at that. But just to finish up again, I want you to do a little bit of homework again. I want you to stop and think about an area where you believe you could improve your tech skills. If you have no idea where to start, come into our Facebook group and let's throw around some ideas. Tell us where you're at and we'll suggest something to move forward to. Also sit and think, what do you need to be teaching your kids this coming year? and start to figure out how to integrate that in with your homeschool. Because this doesn't have to be separate. You can just integrate it in. You know, instead of a written book report, tell them to make a video. Uh, again, I've got episodes that give you lots of ideas on, on ways to do this. But you can just integrate it into what you're already doing. Just add tech to your, or to your curriculum that you have. And you can learn alongside your kids. Looking forward to hearing from you in the Facebook group to hear what some of you are doing and what your kids are achieving this year. That's all from me for now. See you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.